Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, GoPowerCat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC Studios, here's your host, GoPowerCat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to a special breaking edition of the PowerCat Podcast. Tim Fitzgerald, Zach Carlson, Cole Carmody, and Ryan Gills Gilbert right here in the GPC studios. About four hours after Jerome Tang was officially introduced as Kansas State's new head coach. And we're going to give you our quick and immediate reaction to the Tang press conference and everything that happened today at the Shamrock Zone or the Legends Room, as I decided to call it in my walk and talk. A couple times and then, then like it snapped it. into yeah. my brain. Yeah, it's not easy getting old, folks. The second half of this podcast will be Gene Taylor's introduction and the Jerome Tang. Q&A with the media and his, his talk. Um, and if you hadn't had a chance to watch the video, I wanted to have an audio only version of it so that you may just listen in your car. But right away, Zach, I want to start with you. Uh, you were in the back of the room trying to follow was the, hard. the yes. ever active Jerome Tang who went with the wireless mic instead of standing at the podium, which was much more engaging, but made you photogs work a little bit. What yeah. were your thoughts about today? You know, I think, obviously, I think he won the press conference. I mean, he was energetic. Uh, he was, you know, exciting to listen to, had great stories. Um, you know, I think it provided a much-needed boost into the conf- confidence, the optimism for K-State basketball. You know, after the last three years and what it's been, just knowing what that is, just those cloudy days feel like they're gone. And, you know, I think the posi- the the outlook is positive with Jerome Tang. Jerome Tang. I stumbled. You, you better, I'm, better be able to say that. I need to say Jerome Tang. It's actually a really good name. It's a great name. It's perfect. It's, mothers recommend Tang. No, that's not right. <laughs> Moms everywhere recommend Tang. What do you think, Gills? I had a great view until all the players came and sat right in front of me. Yeah. All the, tall, all the post players were right in front of me in Gonzi. So I know. That was tough luck, but... That was awesome. I mean, Fitz, you nailed it in your in your uh, walk and talk that he didn't win that. He just destroyed it. He decimated it. And, you know, I don't know how you can't be happy if you're a K-State fan. And, you know, Pac, Noel, and Masood, I, I assume that that's kind of the glue of this team moving forward as we were able to talk to them um, after after the uh, after the press conference. So I'm happy, and I don't think it could have went any better. Yeah. I, the only thing that surprised me about this was, um, and it's hard to judge, how many people were inside the Shamrock Zone? Because that place is deceivingly large. It's huge. They didn't have to have the spillover into Bramlage, and there was more room in the Shamrock Zone. But it was still a pretty good crowd. It was. I was a little surprised though that there wasn't more people. Cole, I think what was so interesting for me, and as someone who was not able to be at the press conference, um, little backstory: I was in a classroom, student teaching. That's okay. While the kids were watching a video, I was 
looking through Twitter. You've got the teaching thing figured out. Yeah. I timed it perfectly. 12 o'clock hit. I started seeing all the quotes. Here you go, kids. Here's Saving Private Ryan. I'll talk to you later. But you couldn't you couldn't listen for the first part, could you? No, I had to watch the video. ESPN Plus. Well, see, I, I didn't watch it live. I watched it, um, the video we have up on the site that Zach um, shot and edited. And I'll be honest, I felt like in a completely non-religious way, I was at church. I mean, it really did feel like that. Like, I I was sitting there and I'm, I was smiling from ear to ear this whole time while I'm watching this thinking like, oh my God, this is like, this is foreign. You know, you're not used to this. Not even, not even climbing talks like that. It's foreign. And I felt like everything he said was genuine. Absolutely. And that to me was what the most refreshing part was. And it felt like he was already part of K-State. You you said that in your walk and talk too, Fitz, but it felt like he's been here for years. And it's odd because there hasn't been a coach that's really talked like that. It's been as charismatic, at least that I can remember. And honestly, it's it was a huge breath of fresh air. And I, I, I don't think I've stopped smiling since I watched it that was, press conference. It was impressive because his answers seem to have an underlying grasp of Kansas State its history, its fans, its student body that you wouldn't expect from someone just being told about it. That there seems like he's generally been tracking and thinking these things for years because he does tell the stories of the student body from the co- the uh, the vision of an opposing coach. That's his point of view, how intimidating it was when the arena is full. Um, which happened, you know, that's, that's not a foreign concept to fill the arena for other games other than KU. And, and I think that'll be back. I want to compliment the athletic department and everything they've done in this, starting with Gene Taylor and how he handled it. I thought he masterfully wove together the effort to get Brad, uh, Brad Underwood and, and, you know, everything that went there while at the same time conducting a search of all other candidates in which Jerome Tang was clearly the best choice out of the rest. And I think a lot of people are out there saying today, Zach, that he, he was the best choice, period. Yeah, I think when you consider the value, what you're getting out of Jerome Tang versus what you would have gotten out of Brad Underwood, I think that you should feel really good about getting Jerome Tang. I mean, just from the money aspect, you're going to have to spend like $14 million just to get Brad here. And then trying to maintain that, um, you know, with all of his assistant coaches, support staff, and paying that for, you know, pretty much as long as Brad wanted to coach, I think that the the opportunities for wins are just as much there for Jerome Tang as they would have been for Brad. The best part about today is is that that's how it's going to be day in and day out with Jerome Tang, based off of everybody that we've talked to, his consistency, his energy every single day. You know, doesn't t- he doesn't skip a beat, doesn't take a day off with with that energy and that positivity and just that consistency is going to be big for this team. You got to have, you know, you can't just come into, you know, practice for two days here and have some high energy and then just drop that off. And you, you've got to have it, have it every day. And I think based off of what we've heard, you know, that's how it's going to be, you know, in that locker room and in that practice, all that stuff every single day for Tang. He's got a lot of work to do when it comes to changing the culture Mm -hmm. and whoever the new coach was going to be that came in here. Same thing can be said, right? But, he has a lot of work to do because of the way he does things. He doesn't cut corners. He makes sure that everything he does, they do it for a reason. And from all indications, that's what he's going to do with this team. But for me, again, one of the bigger takeaways was how he referred to we 
as in everybody. It's a collective effort from the fans to the coaches to the players. It's we. We are all in this together. And I like how he said, I don't care who takes the credit. Because there's a lot of coaches that can say, this is a we, this is we. But there's also a lot of coaches that won't say, I don't care who takes the credit. And if they say that, they re- maybe they really don't mean that. I think he means that 100%. He just wants to win. And he wants to develop young men. And that's the type of person that Chris Kleiman is. And I think that the fact that they brought a guy in like Jerome Tang just really shows what K-State is all about. Well, I love that. When he talked about, you know, accomplishing things as a group when nobody gets the credit, when nobody steps forward to take the credit. And I, he just spoke to K-Staters. I wrote about it. I spoke about it. But I'm just so impressed with how plugged in he is. And and we'll see. You know, you can win the press conference. And like Gil's pointed out, I I, I think he absolutely owned the press conference. He, he didn't just win the press conference. He took the trophy and put it in his trophy case of press conferences. So uh, that's really encouraging. But it, he does say that. It's not a rebuild. It's a rebirth. I thought that was a brilliant phrasing. I think that was his phrasing. Um, if not, I'll, that was brilliant phrasing by me. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. He said it's not a rebuild, and it's not. You got parts here. You've got a tradition here. He knows what a rebuild is. Bill Snyder knows what a rebuild is. It is there is wreckage and ashes before you, and you've got to start all over. Uh, but the one thing he does inherit is what you said. The same thing that Bill Snyder inherited is a less-than-ideal mental approach in his locker room. Now, I don't mean this to be an insult towards the prior regime. It's just the truth. Excuses aren't going to be welcome in that locker room, and he said it. Excuses are for the people that you outwork and they lose. I don't know if that was a backhanded reference or just an ironic reference, but it was a home run reference. Stop having crutches upon which to lean and work harder. And that goes for the players and the coaches, the recruiters, everyone. I'm I'm not saying nobody in that program worked hard, but they didn't work hard enough in other areas. And that that's about to change. And the one thing that I always loved about Hugs and Martin and Snyder and now Kleiman, everyone, including the coaches and themselves, are held accountable for results. And there's going to be a few players here that are going to transfer away from Kansas State within the next you know coming weeks. And if you're a fan, you might want to be upset about it. But at the end of the day... It, they're going to realize that you know Coach Tang is not the right coach for them. They're they're right. going to be on a tight leash, and they're not going to be able to get away with you know maybe some of the stuff they were able to under the past administration here at K State. So, you know, everybody that's going to be at Kansas State next season is going to be one of they're going to want to be there for for Tang, right? And they're right. going to be bought into to what he has to say. Get those shots up. You know, you don't want to be in Aggieville at night. You should be getting your shots up. All those subtle things. Uh, I'll keep a sharp eye on them, okay? Yeah. You can take we'll, shots in Aggieville, though. Well, that's true. I've got you can a get lot. those up. Yeah. Let me just let me Bathroom, settle something. Paper towel. Let me settle something. You said prior administration. You said prior regime. Uh-huh. Administration would mean that it was a 
republic, a democracy. Uh, regime would mean it would be a monarchy or oh kings God. and queens. So I guess what I'm asking the you— social scientist teacher exactly, is schooling so you, us. Let, let me just say, under the— the previous staff, um, it was definitely a republic because everybody voted and there was no dictatorship. <laughs> I would imagine that this current regime will be more like a regime. Right. So I'll I'm take just your feedback, but I'm right. That kind of thing. <laughs> well, Jerome Tang is the grand poobah. I think everyone that was in that room, players or media or 90-year-old fans will, what do you need, coach? What do you need? It was it was impressive. He's a guy you just want to root for. Whether you're a K-Stater or not, I think you just like, yeah, man, that's that's a coach. That's what I want to hear. I thought he was really good. I thought he was fantastic. And uh, I'll let everyone judge for themselves after the break. I will bring you Gene Taylor's introduction to Jerome Tang as K-State's new coach. And then his opening comments and the questions from the media here on the PowerCat Breaking Podcast. GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Podcast continues after this short break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the PowerCat Podcast. Now, let's return to the GPC Studios. What a great day to be a Wildcat. Uh, Just really can't thank everybody for being here. We're really excited about having Coach Tang with us. Um, I want to thank President Linton for his support throughout the process, uh, making sure he was uh, aware of who we were talking to and making sure he was on board, and he certainly was, and he had a chance to talk with Jerome on Sunday, and he called me and he said, Gene, you absolutely got the right guy, so I appreciate your support. A couple other guys, Kenny Lanou, uh, Casey Scott, and Josh McCowan were instrumental in this whole process, keeping me A, calm. Uh, be focused and just really digging into our candidates and and really driving the message of what we need here at K-State. And, and they have been here a long time. They're so familiar with our basketball program. So I can't thank those guys enough. Thank you guys very much. Uh, certainly our search firm, uh, Katie and, and Chad from Turnkey Sports, you know, really deep, uh, deep down and found some really great candidates. Um, and we're very pleased. And I will tell you, and I've told the players this, there was a high interest in this program. There was a high interest because of the history of the program. There was a high interest because of the players that were here. And there were high interest because of it was K-State basketball. So one of the things people ask me is, so what were you looking for? And what were you looking for in your next head coach? And quite honestly, I answered it was a lot of the characteristics and things that Bruce Weber brought to us. High character, integrity, doing it the right way, and building a successful program in the right way and treating players well. 
You know, so when we were looking for our coach, we felt that's where we needed to start. And we met Jerome at Kansas City, and we met him for an hour. And I didn't really know who he was personally. I'd heard of him. He was identified early in the process as somebody we really wanted to talk to. And I will tell you, after that first hour, we're like, okay, the bar has been set pretty high. And whoever we talk to after this is going to really have to try to match that bar. And we talked to some great candidates, all head coaches. And every time we kept coming back to Jerome and kept coming back, hey, we got to find out more about who he is as a person. And we went to his home in, in, in Waco this past Sunday. And, you know, sometimes you think, oh, I'll be there for an hour. Three hours later, we basically had to leave because at some point they had to have dinner as a family. But uh, <laughs> we, it, was just a, it was just a fit, and you felt it. And you felt how strong connection we had to him and him to us, and more importantly, him to our program. And that's what makes this, this, this uh, hire so special is because of who he is as a person. You know, strong characteristics like ethics, moral character, treating players the right way. Treating players beyond the court of basketball was really important. And he's done that, and he's proven that. His fingerprints are all over the Baylor program. And of those of you that follow college basketball, you understand what they took over and what they had to do to build the program that it became. And his fingerprints are all over it. And we found our guy. We found our guy that fit all those characteristics that's going to be able to lead us to sustained success at a high level, which is everybody expects here. The players expect it. The fans expect it. We expect it. The support staff expect it. And that's why all the people are here, because you have that much care about this program. And he's feeling it from the day he got here. So we're really pleased to have his family here, Ray, his wife Ray, son Seven, daughter Island. He's got both his parents. And, and, and Ray's parents, he calls them his in-loves. Nice way to suck up to him. <laughs> I heard that, so I'm going to, uh, you know, I like that, just so you know. But it's not about, uh, it's about one other guy right here. And I'm about to introduce to you our next head basketball coach at Kansas State University, Jerome Tang. Wildcat. Nah, I, I, my bad, let's do that again. It's a great day to be a Wildcat! Yeah. You know, um, having done this as an assistant in, in high school for so many years, there are a lot of people that I need to t thank. And so I'm gonna just ask you to bear with me just, just a little bit, because I've dreamt of this moment for a long time. And along the way, there have been so many people that have helped me. And our program 
will be marked three things. We're going to be tough, we're going to be appreciative, and we're going to be passionate. We're going to be tough, we're going to be appreciative, we're going to be passionate. And I would be remiss if I didn't take the time to be appreciative to the people who helped me get here. And the first, I just want to thank the good Lord. And uh, I think most of you know, and if you don't, you'll find out that my faith is extremely important to me. And I'll come back and talk about that. But next, I want to thank my family. I thank my mom and dad who taught me work ethic and just, just showing up. And just show up. And they were always there for me. I want to thank my beautiful wife, Ray. And she doesn't want me to make her stand up. <laughs> my daughter, Island. My son, Seven. I have two boys that I adopted and helped raise, and Lamar and Richard, and they're not here, but I'm extremely proud of them. I want to thank my in-loves, Calvin and Carolyn Carter. They've uh, taken me in. Other than that one time, when I asked him to marry his daughter, and he said, hell, boy, everything was going well till you showed up. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> he's been unbelievable. I uh, want to thank Will Reese, my friend, my brother. Appreciate you, everything you've done for me. Um, when I was a high school coach, that was uh, my first job. There was a, a lady by the name of Dr. Jennifer Cooper and her husband Royce and a man by the name of David Kelly and his wife Brenda. And I had never been a coach before at all. And they took a chance on me and let me be their basketball coach. And I was blessed. And because of those, those people trusting me, it started my career. Now there's a... I have to thank President Sloan, who was the president of Baylor University when he allowed Coach Drew to hire me and I didn't have my degree. And he told me that he just trusted that I would do what it took to get it and do what it took to, to help the program be successful. I want to thank Dr. Linda Livingstone, who's an unbelievable president, just a terrific woman, and uh, for her guidance, leadership, and support. I've got to thank uh, Mac Rhodes, and uh, what an unbelievable man of character, trust, belief, just a terrific, terrific leader. Just really, really passionate about the student athlete and about the people that he hires. Um, and there's this dude named Scott Drew. Um, you know, what I've found watching over the years when, like, coaches leave programs and um, people leave and get other jobs, there's this, like, deep divide that takes place and um, it severs ties. And I, I'm, I'm going to let you all know that's not going to happen, except for two or three nights a year. <laughs> when, when it's going to be real, real... Real, real tough on them. (laughs) 
when, when Coach found out I got the job, he uh, came over that night and he brought with him a bottle of wine that someone had given him in 2003 when he took the job at Baylor. And they told him, I want you to drink this when you want to celebrate something that's really, really great. Well, we won an NIT championship. We won, went to Sweet 16s, went to two Elite Eights, went to a Final Four in a national championship, then won the Big 12 again, and that bottle was still closed. But when I got this job, he came over with his wife to open that with me. See, those kind of ties, those deep bonds that take colleagues to become friends and then to become brothers for life, that's what we're going to do here. I plan to be at your weddings. I plan to send you something for your, when, when your first son or daughter is born. I will have the picture up in my refrigerator and in my office. The kind of bonds that, that are not broken when you change colors. The kind of bonds that are not broken by distance or time. And, and Scott Drew, he's a, he's a terrific man, but I expect you students to give him a hard time when they come here. <laughs> a, we had a terrific staff, and I can't name them all, but man, I just... Men that are my, my brothers, and uh, they're, they're going to be my confidants, and they want me to be successful. Matt Driscoll, Grant McCaslin, Paul Mills, uh, John Jacobs, Alvin Brooks III, Jared Nunes, Bill Peterson, just, I uh, mean, I can go on and on. Jason Smith, Ty Beard. I, I just hate if I miss somebody, and that's why I didn't want to name names. And, but my mom knows I can't be up here for a short time. She says I talk a lot. <laughs> and then our former players and our current players who every single one of them has texted me congratulations and um, just because of them I'm standing here and let's not get this like twisted. This is not about me, right? This is about y'all. This is about y'all. Right? The success of this program will depend on you and the players that we bring in. Okay, it's about players. And so we have to get players. And the way you get players and you get them here and you get, is that you have great fans. Because kids want to play in front of great fans and in great communities. And that's what attracted me to this place. I was always blown away by the fans and the community and the energy. And just, just extremely, extremely thankful for that. I, um, I must thank... President Litton. It was a great Zoom, but I tell you, he's the only person, the first person in the whole group that taught me how to do the Go Cats. <laughs> so I understand why they call you the goat. <laughs> it's not just because of the mask and the day off, right? <laughs> I want to thank Kitty and Josh and Casey. These guys were great. They came to the house. We had a great time. Uh, they were awesome. Um, said, said some things that, that allowed our hearts to connect. And Ray and I, we, 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 um, we really we prayed for peace. You know, just before the, we met with them, and they walked in the door, and man, there was just a great sense of peace. And so I'm thankful for those guys. And, 
And then for Jean, Jean Taylor, I did my homework too. <laughs> and everyone I called talked about what a great reputation he has and what a great boss he is and how he has your back and you can trust him and, and how real he is. And, and I'm just tell you, when he sat in the chair, and I don't know if he was supposed to do it at that time or not, the code word didn't work. We was trying to figure out what the code word was. I actually took a 30-second timeout so they could discuss the code word. And, <laughs> and came back and he looked me in the eyes and he said, look, Jerome, I want you to be my head coach of our basketball program and I trust you that you're gonna do the right thing and you're gonna help us win. And I feel it in all, with all my heart. And man, Gene, I, I can't thank you enough for that. And then of course I wanna thank the K-State family, the student body, uh, the alumni, former players, alumni, and legend for allowing me the opportunity to steward your program. It's your program. Right, this is not about me. It's about us. I have this quote on my desk that said, it's unlimited what you can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. Right? I, we, I don't care. I don't care who gets the credit. Let's just go accomplish it together. Let's just all roll up our sleeves and, and be be the very best version of ourselves every day. And so I learned this, this phrase, right? E-ma. <laughs> E-ma. I get goosebumps when I say it, right? Every man a wildcat. research it, right? I researched wildcats, right? There are two species of wildcats. There's a European wildcat, there's an African wildcat, and, but they have a couple things in common. They're intelligent and they are active. I see you, Willie. I see you, bro. <laughs> they're intelligent and they're active. So that fits great because on the court, we're gonna be smart and aggressive, right? We're gonna be smart and we're gonna be aggressive. Now there's one other common trait they have, Gene, is that they're nocturnal. So fellas, I expect you in the gym at night getting up shots. <laughs> Stay away from Aggieville, get up shots. This is, uh, this is an unbelievable blessing. I, um, I've lived a blessed life, and, uh, but this is just the start of some really, really big things that's gonna happen. And with everyone's help, with all the K-State family, Wildcat Nation, we're gonna accomplish great things together, and it's not gonna take long. It is not gonna take long. I didn't come to rebuild, right? Came to elevate. With that, go cats!
Derek Young, K-State Online. Uh, just what was it like to address your team for the first time last night? It was kind of overwhelming, like, because uh, I had dreamt of doing it for so long. And, but you never know exactly the situation you're going to walk into, right? And, but I love the eye contact. Um, guys were sitting up, paying attention, felt there was a, a connection. And well, we're going to find out in these workouts coming up, so. <laughs> hey, Coach, Tim Fitzgerald from GoPowerCat.com. Um, how have you kept your emotions in check? I think I saw one video last night when you were talking to the kids that started to get away from you. Um, I really don't want to keep it in check. Right? This is who I am. Um, I'm really passionate. I care deeply. I have no problem crying. Uh, I have no problem laughing. I have no problem cheering. Um, that, that's, that's my heart. And when I'm, when I'm, when I really, really care about something, I, I'm all in. And so, um, you know, I, you know, obviously, you want to seem like you're composed, but I am who I am. Coach Kellis Robinette here with the Wichita Eagle and the Kansas City Star. You played Kansas State more than 40 times over the years. Just what what would you say is your favorite memory? Something that really impressed you about the Wildcats over that time. See, what would be my favorite memories are not really what you want to hear. <laughs> so really what you want to know is what were those depressing times <laughs> when Rodney Magruder, we threw the ball the length of the court and Waco and Isaiah Austin didn't touch it and, well, the pass was high and then they had an under OB with one second to go and Rodney Magruder came off and we played a zone and uh, our guy did the wrong thing in the zone and he got a catch and shoot three to hit it and win the game that that, that was a pretty big moment um, <laughs> oh one of my one of my really like we played uh, when Frank Martin was the coach and Lace Darius Dunn was on the team and we came for shoot around and found a scouting report left out and in the scouting report, it said Lace was selfish and he didn't play any defense, right, on the scouting report. And so Lace Darius proceeded to make like eight threes that game. And every time he made one, he looked at the bench and scowled at Frank Martin. It, 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 was, it was hilarious. Now, I think I found out later that Coach Mills faked the scouting report <laughs> and put it there <laughs> so that Lace would find that. <laughs> um, I've had some, some great memories, both on the, the winning side of it and uh, on the losing side of things. And what I really remember is the student body. I really remember how cool it was to watch him come running in. And I remember the, the tearing up the paper and the throwing it up in the air and going, man, that's so cool. You know? <laughs> and then lock it in, lock it in, bro. You got to get a win. You know? um, so, so the environment at the games are the things that you really remember. Hi, Coach. Michael Goins with GoPowerCat.com. All right, I can't see you. Right here. Oh, there you go. Thank you. You show a quiet confidence about yourself. How do you derive that quality? Uh, the same way our guys are going to get it, like uh, trust my work, right? It's not about on the day if you're making shots or not making shots. You got to trust your work. 
when you put in the work, you can go out there and play confidently. And uh, the only reason I'm here is because I work hard. That, you know, my parents are immigrants. I'm an immigrant. You know, nobody handed us anything. And uh, we just outwork people. And when you outwork people, they either make excuses about why they're losing to you or they, you know, you know they got to give you credit. And we're going to get credit because we're going to be able to step out on the court and trust the work that we put in. And so it's the work. Coach D. Scott Fritch in the Kiss State Athletic Department. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Good. Um, just was curious, boarding the flight in Waco and then landing in Manhattan, what that stream of emotions must have been like for you. Can you walk us through that experience? Uh, well, I was hoping that uh, Emily would be able to get that iconic shot again, but it was cloudy, you know, and so she couldn't get the, the, the pick. But it was, it, it was really cool. I, I really, since Gene and them left the house, I've really had a peace about this. And um, people keep asking, are you overwhelmed? I, I'm more overwhelmed by the emotion of the reception and how people have really embraced me. And to know that there's a community that cares about me already and they don't really even know me, that, that's what's been more overwhelming than the task at hand. Jerome, Tim Everson, over here. Gotcha. Uh, Manhattan Mercury, you, you talked a lot about hard work. What, what's the thing that you're most proud of that, that, that hard work has, has, has gotten for you? I, I think the fact that Gene or anybody on the, the group could call people all over the country and ask about me, and most, most people are going to say good things. That, that the hard work has produced a reputation. You know, there's a, there's a saying, first you form habits and then habits form you. And so I believe that my habits of hard work has formed the, the reputation of my character. Coach, Jackson Schneider. With KSAL Radio. Um, you, you've been with the Baylor program for a long time and you've seen a lot of success and there have been unquestionably opportunities to take positions elsewhere. Why K-State and why now? Because Gene said yes. <laughs> he was the... No, he was the smartest guy, you know? I mean, if you want to know how smart our athletic director is, there is. <laughs> also, I, I firmly believe that um, there's a... In this wonderful book that I like to read, it says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. Amen. And I believe that um, there have been opportunities that I wanted to take, and uh, they were blocked on purpose, because there was something greater that, that was planned for my life. And, and I'm, I'm, you know, when people tell you no, it can impact your ego, make you feel bad about yourself, or you can say, God's got something bigger for me. Yes. I'm here. Yes. Bigger. Better. Yeah. Coach Ned Seaton, also with the Manhattan Mercury. <clears throat> Welcome to town. Um, 
two big changes in college basketball or college athletics, transfer portal and the NIL legislation, the rules that allow players to make money off their name, image, and likeness. What are your opinions of those changes, and do they work to the benefit or the detriment of K-State? Well, I believe that student athletes should be able to take um, advantage of the opportunity to make money off of their name, their image, their likeness. Um, to, to stop a, a young man or to steal his identity and not allow him to profit from it, that's wrong. And so I'm all about that, right? Um, the thing is, though, that in the sport we play, uh, basketball, all these guys, they want to play professionally and get to the NBA. All right, that's the dream, right? There we go. So an NBA contract, right, if you're a first-round draft pick, can be anywhere from $23 million to, you know, $9 million, right? The best NIL deal last year, and this is in, in football, is maybe $1.5 million. That's like pennies to dollars. So instead of chasing the pennies, we're going to be in the gym so we can chase the dollars, Right, because it doesn't make any sense to make a few dollars in college and not get a chance to reach your dreams. You need to be pursuing your dreams. We'll do everything we can to help in that aspect, but the focus has got to be on the basketball and on being the best player that you can be and then winning the most games as a team because 80% of young men who are drafted, they get drafted because they played in the NCAA tournament. How about the transfer portal? At Baylor, the national average for transfer is 43%. At Baylor, it was 16%. So two reasons. We told the truth in recruiting, right? And we loved our guys. Oh, guys, and they didn't, they didn't want to go anywhere else. So that's what I'm going to do. We tell the truth in recruiting, and then we're going to love our guys. Thank you for listening to the PowerCat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. PowerCat.